It is the GBAG Nation here on The Fan, and it is time for our weekly conversation with Stephen Jones. And a good morning to you, sir. How you doing? Good morning, guys. Doing well. All right. Hey, uh, first first team defense really looked outstanding uh, last night. What, what what could you say about how, how you're feeling about this defensive group with the season now approaching? Well, I just think uh, that they've uh, really executed and they've done, you know, and really, uh, you know, coming into form pretty quickly in terms of uh, what we could have expected with some of the changes that we made with, uh, with Chris coming in and obviously Mel and his philosophy after losing uh, Coach Eberflus that, uh, you know, he's really stepped in and I think really uh, been a great match with Rod in terms of uh, how we want to play defense this year, obviously bringing a lot of the uh, you know, the man-to-man press, uh, you know, in the secondary, and we we seem to be taken to that well. I think we've got the right personnel for it. Obviously, Byron, Byron Jones has stepped up big, and, of course, Jadobi has as well, and then a great battle there in the nickel in terms of how we cover those guys. And then, you know, I just think our journey in the defensive line is really starting to pay off. Uh, you know, we've been chipping away at it year after year in terms of the resources uh, that we put into that defensive line, and, and they're showing up. So, uh, uh, you know, a lot of this work's been done without probably one of our best players out there in Sean Lee. So, uh, you know, as good as it's been, I, I do think it, uh, you know, can improve and uh, certainly will improve as we move forward. Yeah, along with everything you said, and then you, you you finish it up there with Randy, but when Gregory comes flying around that corner, I think at one point last night I just had to sit there and go, hold on now, what exactly is possible with this defense when you start thinking about Tank on one side and Randy on another and Irving around the middle of the season coming up through the middle there? Is it, you know, is it getting to a point where you have to question whether, you know, this pass rush could really be one of the big stories in football? Yeah, I mean, obviously it has that potential. Now there's some, you know, we all know there's, uh, you know, no, none of these are guarantees with a couple of those guys because, uh, you know, obviously they've missed time for reasons. And uh, uh, certainly, uh, you know, that's what, what you hope hope to see out there in a perfect world is to uh, see those three guys in particular on the, on the field at the same time could be really special when you couple it uh, with what we already have with the, you know, with the Tyron Crawfords and the Tacos of the world and a young Dorrance Armstrong coming on. And, you know, you could, you can get real excited real quickly. Uh, and then, you know, I think there's linebacking groups about as strong as uh, we've had uh, since I can remember. I mean, we've got guys who play linebacker that you feel good about them playing linebacker and not just being a special teams linebacker, uh, you know, ba- basically one through six. I know you saw uh, you know, number 53, March, stepping up last night. Both uh, uh, Wilson and Joe Thomas have been strong all year. So, you know, uh, there's some depth there, too. And, you know, in general, we feel really good about it. And that doesn't even include uh, Leighton, who we've got in there, you know, in our top three uh, there with, uh, you know, with Jalen and Sean. So, you know, it's just a good group, and we feel really good about this defense. And uh, I think we're going to be able to, you know, I think it can complement what we're doing on offense, which is, as you well know, with that offensive line and Zeke, we want to control the ball and uh, we want to run it well and possess the ball. And, you know, when they uh, get too aggressive on the run up there, then I think we've got the ability with Dak and our receiving and tight end quarter make plays. So, Stephen, as I'm watching the game, after the Randy Gregory sack, I put on some yoga pants and I was break uh, breakdancing in the living room for about an hour, hour and a half there. <laughs> I was having a great time. 
And then Jason LaConfora tried to ruin my night with a very generic and cryptic tweet of hearing there could be more trouble ahead for Randy Gregory. Are you guys aware of anything other than it's just sort of a day-to-day thing with him? Yeah, we just don't know. I mean, I, I will say this, as we all know, uh, you know, uh, what Randy's been through, you know, is certainly uh, something that he wakes up as a challenge every day, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, where he is with the league, you know, the team doesn't hear till it's uh, till it's time, and uh, we don't get to, you know, we don't get, uh, you know, on the inside of any of that. Unfortunately, uh, we just get to hear when, unfortunately, there's not good news. And uh, right now, we don't know of anything, but uh, we do know, as I said, that you know, uh, you know, these things are challenges for these for these men, and uh, it's real. Uh, mental illness is real. Addiction's real. And uh, we certainly understand that. So, Stephen, uh, we've been really impressed with Randy Gregory on the field. One of the groups that we haven't been impressed with here is the tight end. So you just mentioned them as a positive. Can you give us uh, what you're liking from any of these guys particularly? Well, I just think in general it's, uh, it's going to be by committee. I mean, obviously we've, got, we've had a Hall of Famer here for uh, you know, many, many years and Jason Witten. And uh, no one's going to step up and say, "Boy, here comes the the next Jason Witten." It's uh, you know getting it done by committee. And as we all know, Jason uh, Witten ran every tight end we ever drafted out of here, and because uh, he was he didn't want anyone uh, getting any of his reps. So uh, you know, when I go down the line, I think all of them have qualities. I mean, Jeff's probably the most well-rounded one. Uh, uh, can um, you know get the job done that we need done blocking? Uh, and then can also, uh, you know, do what we need in the receiving game, uh, you know, efficiently. Uh, and then I think uh, Schultz is, uh, you know, certainly a younger version of him. And then you got, uh, you know, the guys who can really stretch the field. And uh, starting with Jarwin, uh, you know, I think you'll see him as, as people start to cheat up on Zeke. If they if they don't watch out, he'll he'll stretch the field on them. And then of course Rico. We've all seen the plays that he can make, but uh, we also know that uh, you know it's it's got to be every down with him. He's got to be more consistent. He's done some of that in terms of being competitive and uh, being able to uh, see the light at the end of the tunnel. That he can consistently be be out there, but uh, you know there's still work to be done there. And uh, you know I certainly is uh, you know as I said, I think it can be by committee. I'm certainly not here to profess that we've got the next Witten by any stretch, yeah. but uh, I do think they can be efficient. So over the years, you've had DeMarco Murray and now Ezekiel Elliott, and which meant that uh, Jason Garrett liked playing a lot of 12 personnel with two tight ends. I'm just wondering, uh, you talked about when you acquired Tavon Austin and now Michael Gallup has looked good. You obviously have Williams and Cole Beasley coming back. You've signed Alan Hearns. Is there a possibility that an adjustment is made that if the tight ends aren't performing early on during the season, that you try to find more four wide receiver sets than three wide receiver sets with the tight end. Well, I I just do know if, you know, depending on what we're going to do, I think you'll see a mix, which should make us harder to game plan that we can do the four wides. We can do the, uh, you know, we can do the two tights, the three tights, uh, because I do think those guys can efficiently go in there and execute. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, obviously a guy like Noel Brown, we hadn't seen him, but, uh, you know, I was seeing somewhere where people were saying, why would you keep, uh, that many receivers? If, uh, you know, if you're wanting to run the ball, like we are, well, Noel Brown's 
one of the more physical blockers we have on this team uh, as a wide and certainly gives you that attribute when he gets healthy, uh, you know, that he can go in there and dig safeties out and uh, play very physical in the run game. And at the same time, if they get, uh, you know, if they cheat too much that way, then Noah certainly, uh, uh, we believe, can make plays as a receiver as well. So he's certainly uh, uh, got a skill set there that we've missed in uh, this particular uh, preseason. Uh, but we know it's there. Uh, it's just, as we all know, these hamstrings are tricky. We had them with all our young guys last year with Xavier and Jadobi and Jordan and Switzer. And, you know, when they're there, they they take time. And certainly Noah's just taking time, but uh, he's gaining on it. And uh, we, we know what he is and uh, feel good about him. It's Stephen Jones here with us for our weekly conversation on your Home of the Cowboys as far as the, the topic of the preseason and quality of play out there, people, it seems, are becoming more and more sensitive to it and complaining a little bit more about it. Do you think we could see uh, changes in the format of the preseason at all or, or maybe opening discussions about going to an 18-game yeah. season, anything like that? Well, I think we've gone to dynamic pricing in the, in the NFL. Uh, more and more teams, I think most of them now, we did this year, I have gone to where they priced their ticket, their preseason ticket a lot less than their uh, regular season tickets. And, uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's an important part of our game. And, uh, you know, not maybe not for everybody, but, uh, you know, it's so important for us to develop football players. That's how young guys get on the field. You get to see them play, and that's where you find, uh, you know, the bottom half of your roster is in these games. And, well, there's some real battles going on out there. And I know you're not getting to see the Zeeks and the, uh, you know, the Dax in some of these games and uh, the Sean Lees. But, uh, you know, at the same time, they're a necessity. And uh, I think we're moving toward pricing them right. And uh, I think, uh, you know, as I said, it's uh, very important uh, for us to develop players. I think, you know, you certainly see, uh, you know, the guys get reps. I mean, our, our defense, uh, you've gotten a good taste of it. Obviously, with our injuries and our, our offensive front, make it a little – make us a little queasy to put uh, uh, Dak and Zeke out there when you're missing uh, three of the highest-paid offensive linemen and three all-pros in the NFL. All of a sudden, they're in street clothes. You can understand why uh, why we might have some concern there. So, you know, every, every year's different. Uh, I do think, uh, you know, there's, you know, at our stadium, it's obviously not like a regular season game, but we have, uh, you know, some good attendance there, and I think – People who are season ticket holders use their tickets to uh, take care of, uh, you know, uh, you know, people who might be working for them or, uh, you know, do it as a favor to friends or young people. And, uh, you know, I think there's a place for it. So how about uh, speaking of some of those young players in the bottom half, half of that roster? And you talked earlier about the positives of the defensive depth. So I don't want to make it seem like there's no depth, but depth on the offensive side of the ball. Is that a concern? And to what extent? Well, I think, uh, you know, when you get a couple of injuries like we have, uh, you know, like with Tyron having a little tweak and then Zach, although we feel, you know, we feel great about them uh, against Carolina, you obviously have the Travis issue, then depth uh, is a concern. If, you know, if you're, you know, tradition, last couple of years we've kept eight offensive linemen and, uh, you know, we were feeling pretty good about eight of them, but uh, you start to have a few injuries and you, you do have some, uh, concern there. We're certainly looking there when you uh, have the issue that we're having, uh, that Travis is having, and 
you know, a, a lot of unknown there. Uh, I don't think anybody has their hands around for sure whether that situation short-term, uh, middle-term, or long-term, uh, you know, that remains to be seen. So and when I say long-term, I'm uh, missing, you know, a, you know, a lot, a lot of games during the season. So uh, that's an issue there. But as far as uh, uh, depth, uh, you know, I, I feel really good on offense after – you get through the offensive line part of this, and then obviously with the injury uh, to Xavier, you know there's uh, you know there's concern there safety, uh, you know, on our safety depth. But other than that, I feel really good about the depth on our football team. Do you think it's likely that uh, safety depth is going to come from guys that aren't on the roster at this moment? I know you guys have brought guys in, but in terms of NFL experience, you really kind of just got Frazier and Heath ready for the season, right? Um, yes. Uh, for the most part, that's it because uh, Xavier's a you know a big time question mark. So we've got a uh, you know we've got a couple guys who are you know are trying to make a move uh, you know on the roster. But you know Jason's made it real clear with our team. We all know uh, you know that these guys are also competing against guys on other teams. And you know with our depth and some of our spots, whether it's receiver or whether it's uh, defensive line, uh, you know, if we could find the right situation uh, to improve depth at either one of those areas, and we'd certainly look at that. Or, you know, we've just had a lot of success with Will McClay and our scouting staff of really doing a good job uh, finding one or two guys that uh, can help us out. So, uh, but uh, I would say those are our two main areas. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious, but our two main areas are the offensive line with us having the issue with Travis and certainly safety with uh, – uh, Xavier having his hamstring issue that uh, are certainly things that we have to take a look at as an organization. All right, Stephen, last question for you. Your Friday nights are going to be a lot different now. After the last two years, how much are you going to miss kind of being that involved in high school football? And obviously your son has moved on to Arkansas. Kind of give us your thoughts on Friday night football and not having uh, your your son be the quarterback. Well, Friday night football is about as good as I've ever experienced in terms of uh, uh, the game of football, watching your son play on Friday. So it's going to be a, a huge void that hopefully uh, uh, my plans are right now to spend a lot of time going up to Fayetteville or wherever the Razorbacks are playing. And certainly he's done a good job getting noticed up there. And who knows, at some point uh, this year, he's, uh, I think he may get some opportunities to uh, – a play and you never know where that takes you. He's going to be prepared when he gets his chances and it's just going to be, you know, certainly going to uh, fill that void to some degree. At the same time, I'm a Scots fan for life and my nephew is going to be a junior receiver over there, Charlotte's son, Paxton, and certainly think a lot of, uh, a lot of those young men that played with John Stephen last year are going to be real interesting to watch Chandler Morris, coach Morris's son, uh, play a quarterback there. So, I'm going to get a dose of it. I'm sure it won't quite be like uh, seeing your son line up at quarterback back there, but uh, hopefully I'll get that too uh, up at the University of Arkansas. So I'm still going to have some really uh, full football weekend starting Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, when you take a look at it. All right. Can't wait. Enjoy the ride, Stephen. Take care. Appreciate you guys. Take care. There he goes. Stephen Jones with us right here on your Home of the Cowboys. 